This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is episode 358. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. That's right, brand new episode for a brand new week of podcast Under the Stairs content. Kicking it right off right here with the sixth movie in the Arrow Video Gamera box set. This is Gamera vs. Jiger. After the first break, myself, my guest, Derek Bourgeois, sitting down discussing this highly entertaining yet not very good movie um, which seems to be the common trend in the Gamera box set overall and Derek assures me it gets worse before it gets better so yay so yeah we're going to be doing that and what will be I was at first thought was going to be a relatively lightweight week it isn't actually this week you are getting some decent content on Thursday you're getting a wee bonus episode I'm going to be reviewing Dashcam the new movie by Rob Savage that's making its way all over the place except to multiplex cinemas in the UK where they just ain't distributing it. So I had to travel to Glasgow on Friday to check it out and I'll be letting you know what I made of that movie this coming Thursday. Which means this weekend on the Saturday you're getting the next instalment of Bazzy's Backdoor Cinema. Myself and the Baz are recording tonight the day that this episode drops and we're doing a little review on the new Alex Garland movie, Men. So, yeah, E24, folk horror, you know Duncan's into that, but is the Baz? That's the more important question. You will find out our thoughts, opinions and musings on said movie on Saturday. And that's your podcast under the stairs content laid out on a plate for you. On the Teapots Collective, we just dropped an episode doing the nasty. Please go and check it out. We reviewed the Jess Franco Snorefest that is Oasis of Zombies, and we also did a little uh, a little haunted house movie from 1978 in the Americas called The Evil, which also wasn't very good. Um, so yeah, that's the theme of that show. Uh, before the week is out, you will hear me do a where to begin with. I will be sitting down and discussing the Stanley Kubrick feature-length debut, The Killers, and we'll be reading out your reviews, listener reviews of the movie Brick the feature debut by Rain Johnson so there you go right let's do this shall we we're going to take a short break just now you're going to hear promos for shows that I love you're going to hear the trailer for Gamera vs Jiger whenever I turn I'll be reviewing that movie right after this hello this is the Doom Show keep on keeping on and keep on trucking America we don't listen to our feedback because we don't get any <laughs> the truth hurts I just alienated the two people that give us constant feedback sorry guys <laughs> That's got to go. <laughs> That's got to go in there. So on the show, uh, we talk about giallo movies and slasher movies and cult movies. Sometimes we even talk about Cameron Mitchell and his movies. I am Richard. Who are you? I am Brad, the guy that's not Richard or Jeffrey or Simon. 
That's right, we have four people, and we always talk at once, except to each other. Jeffrey lives up north. Simon lives across the world. Richard lives in Penis, Alabama. Hello, This is the Doom Show is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Check out the other shows on legionpodcast.com. You can check out more Hello, This is the Doom Show at hellodoomshow.podomatic.com or at doommoviethon.com. Check for our Amazon exclusive Hello, This is the Doom Show cookbook. Do you like hot dogs? (laughs) We got them. Do you like mac and cheese? We got it. Do you like cheddar? We have it. Actually, we don't. No, no cheddar. Just Colby. Colby Jack. Hello, this is the Doom Show. We never gave up on you because you never gave up on us. Wow. ジャイガーを片付けない限り万国博の開催は不可能ですジャイガーに出したくないって言ってるでしょ。可愛がりきろって高岡で落ちっちゃう。わかりません。無敵ガメラを苦しめるジャイガーの9番攻め。ちくしょう。ま、もてかジャイガーの極超音波でガメラ耳の鼓
details out there to the listeners. Um, according to the Arrow Player website, it says, When a giant stone statue on Wester Island is disturbed, the legendary monster, Jiger, appears and heads for Japan. Gamera tries to stop his new rival, only to be injured when Jiger lays eggs inside of him. But, as two boys and a submarine go on a dangerous <laughs> quest, all this is true, inside of Gamera's body to save him, Jiger threatens the Expo 70s World's Fair in Osaka, which you would not know is happening at all in this movie. Um, I'm being sarcastic. That's literally every second line in this movie. Uh, the cast of this one, we have Tsomu Takakua, uh, Kelly Varis, and Catherine Murphy. The crew on this one. Yep, thank you. Uh, the crew on this one. Director is Noyaki Yuasa and Nissan Takahashi, who was the writer. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, let's 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 talk about this one. Yeah, it's about a giant expo. Yeah, it really is. It, like you know when like some people do, it, and I'm I have a tendency to do it as well when I'm like that. You know, really the scenery is the unsung character of this movie. Um, the expo is the unsung character. Well, no, sorry, it's the oversung character in this movie. So what's weird about this is is the 1970s expo, and apparently just googling this because they mentioned it a lot and it looked like they were using some stock footage so I googled it and this is a real thing and it happened in 1970 and it did actually happen in Osaka so there's a part of me that kind of feels like because there isn't a huge amount of stock footage in this um, like of previous Gamera battles or, or, or stuff like that that I actually just think they took whatever the press release was for the <laughs> expo and just thought this is our stock footage here they've already shot it um, yeah, this one isn't as, weirdly isn't as goofy as our previous movie, but at times is really goofy, if that makes sense. Like, the tone overall is maybe a bit more serious in this movie than it was, like, we're not seeing Gamera do the, the parallel bars in this movie here, but it is still kind of silly for the most part, and I think the silliness, if I had to pinpoint it, out with the the creatures themselves, the silliest, silliness to me comes down to the predominant kid roles in this one, where it just kind of, this one is the one that feels like, like the kids are not only the smartest guys in the room, but like the smartest guys in the country, if that makes sense. Like, the, this wee kid here um, manages to really really quickly put together absolutely everything including a history that goes back over 2000 years without lifting up a textbook or anything he's like actually I think this stone was the reason that Geiger couldn't go anywhere so there must be some properties within the stone that managed to keep this creature at bay I'm like by god that's it's a lot of information for a kid um yeah I, I'm curious because like I can Sometimes, because I, I, I think we're all with these movies. I've come to them only this year. Um, I don't have that kind of inbuilt kind of forgiveness or understanding of the culture of the time. Uh, you, on the other hand, Derek, are a resident kaiju expert. Uh, so you came into this 
having never seen it before, with a lot of context though from movies in and around the time period that are using men in giant creature costumes. Uh, how did you get on with this? Yeah. Uh, I knew I was in trouble when I saw that the dad of one of the kids had a Hitler mustache. Yeah, he's rocking the chaplain. Um, which is uh, kind of amusing. <laughs> like, like, oh dear. Uh, when's this movie set? No, it's, it's still too soon. <laughs> still too soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was just weird, you know. It was like, it's... Some of the shit that I, I, I kind of like Jaeger's, like, what his powers, her powers, or whatever the fuck she is, or her, <laughs> him, I don't even know. Multitude of powers, like, like loads of powers in this one, and, like, there's one of them that's, like, he's Sonic, like, heat ray, which at one point not only, like, wipes out a huge part of the city, but melts the flesh off of people, leaving only skeletons, which is kind of fucking gnarly. Yeah. And I do kind of like the setup of the statue where it comes into play, where it's kind of like the thing that was keeping it at rest, and it's mm -hmm. also the thing that it's kind of its tracker because it keeps following us because we find out it has like this whistle sound. Yeah, that goes through the middle of the shaft of the fucking statue. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got a weird. Um, so, Geiger's weakness in this one is like radio signals, right? And the statue emits a frequency that doesn't kill the creature, but will keep the creature at bay. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, this movie takes a weird turn where it turns into Fantastic Voyage and the kids <laughs> decide to go into Gamera and stop... Like a movie that James Wan just directed, cut the cancer out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's and then we get... a, like uh, the thing is as well. This is like you know, it, I can kind of see where they're going with it. And to be honest, it's Chekhov submarine. They set it up early in the movie that there's a submarine yeah. that isn't really worth much. It can't really do much. It can't go to like insane depths or anything. And I kind of felt at the time I was like, that's a weird detail to include here. Until I then remembered, oh yeah, there is a fantastic voyage supposed to be in this movie. And um, the inside of Gamera just looks like a set, like a movie set. It's a giant green cave with trash bags floating in the sides of Gamera. <sighs> you know, they, they did what they could with whatever the, they spent $20 on those trash bags. <laughs> out of the this week. You know, but... Uh, yeah, the story's kind of dull because it's, it's mostly about this fucking expo. Yeah. But I did I did like the scene where Gamer tries to get out of the heat ray by just stabbing himself in the fucking ears. I was like, I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, whoa, what uh, the fuck? Oh, dude, it's hilarious because, like, the kids are still, the kids are shouting at him all the way through this, Gamera, do this, yeah. Gamera, do that. And then all of a sudden he puts a couple of knit needles in his eardrums. I was like, if I didn't know better, I would think Gamera had children. Um, because that's kind of like, what I get like when I get like the dad, 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 and so <laughs> you know, it was he, he probably did that from just so the kids you didn't have to hear the kids anymore. Yeah, like we, the, the wee kid is the most annoying character ever. <laughs> like, he's he's a, he's at Bob levels of annoyance. 
And that little white girl has the most evilest look ever. All the way through the movie. She looks like she's either about to take over the world or she's like <laughs> set fire to your lawn and you don't know it yet, but you will shortly. <laughs> it's so it's so bizarre like the casting is so weird in this movie. Um and obviously because it's it's playing to both a Japanese and American audience like our 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 duo again in this one is like a Japanese kid and an American kid um, which is becoming a trend in this um, and then they, they actually do find the baby like the baby creature that's hatched at one point which is just like the shittest little creature ever it moves at like half speed um, it, appears it doesn't to have, have to move because it has snot fucking yeah, like, lube yeah like absolutely <laughs> snot lube <laughs> <laughs> It's not keeps you stuck. It's just as bizarre. And like, I'll give them this. Like, the one thing these movies have never struggled with is creativity. Yeah, this is definitely better than Vera's. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's it's got. I don't know. There's there's a part of it that that creativity kind of like you just when you think you you've seen everything, there's always a little detail that's just off to the side that you're like. Oh right, <laughs> like I'd, I'd, I'd like Gamera. The thing about it is like Gamera is in peril in this movie, like he is in every movie, but this one is is not in the same level as the other ones where he absolutely gets thrashed, like the shit is kicked out of him, and then you know someone had like in the case of this one, his first encounter with um Geiger ends up with him kind of pinned to the ground and then he lies there for a while but then works out that he can actually just get up which he does um and then the second fight you know this is where he gets injected and ultimately impregnated very alien style um and this freezes him apparently and then he's kind of they, they shock his heart I love this like they set him up to the electric grid uh, and then shock his heart to bring him back alive and then his kind of third encounter with Gagar he doesn't actually necessarily do anything hugely different like in all the other ones he you know reaches inside and finds his special power or like his enemy's true weakness in the case of this one he literally impales Gagar using said statue like right through between the eyes um (laughs) I was shocked. I'm like, damn, he just murdered that fucking Like, thing. straight up murdered. Like, all the other ones, there's a kind of, you know, he puts some down after that. Like, in this one, he ain't fucking around. You know, like, it is that kind of, like, no means no, and you have raped me with your, your impregnate, you know, like, so here you go. Your impregnate tail. Yeah, like, so now you are. Don't hit me with your insemnioid. Um, like, this is the rape revenge gamera. This is the rape. Re- this right here is the rape revenge gamera movie. Uh, this is the I spit in your grave of gamera movies. Um, <laughs> and he's instead of chopping his dick off, um, he, uh, he he just full on impales him between the eyes. Technically, he does chop off his dick because he does cut off the thing. Yeah, oh tail. yeah, like he like, literally the the impregnate and he does chop it off. And he stamps on it until the bit falls off the end, uh, which did make me wince a little bit. And then stabs him between the eyes. 
He's like the old uh, I'm not gonna show you between the eyes. I'm gonna show you between the balls. Um, you know, like act, like totally just like impales him in his head, and then just flies away with him. Like takes God like, knows what he's done. Yeah, I don't want to know. He's using him as a fuck doll, right? Let's be honest. <laughs> you <laughs> fuck me, I'm gonna fuck you just now. Literally <laughs> using him as a as a real doll, um, a Geiger flashlight. Um, so. It's like, in some respects, and like I say, tonally, it's a, it's kind of a lot more serious. And I think a lot of that is just down to the expo stuff, which is all the way through it. It's like constantly linking back to, you know, the, sim, the 70s expo and Osaka, 70s expo. In fact, like almost any time anything happens, the way characters liken back the destruction that's happened is not to cities or anything. It's, well, people aren't going to come to the expo. And I'm like, yeah. is this why we're upset? We're like, we're upset. Like, oh yes, people are canceling t- canceling tickets to the expo. Do you think Geiger gives a shit about the expo? He I'm doesn't like, even probably know what the fuck it is. I'm just like, do you think we give a fuck about the expo? Like, yeah. it's just it's background fodder. So, um, you know, this was probably sponsored by the expo. And must like, there is absolutely no way this movie comes out the same year as that expo uses stock footage from that expo and isn't involved or having some money from the expo it has to you know what i mean there's no there's yeah. no getting around it um but like i say it walks a weird line like all the kids stuff is always goofy but then geiger's like power is gnarlier than some of the other ones we've seen in the past if you know what i mean it's kind of like like I see, like there's one point he melts the flesh off people, which yeah. is just like, okay. And then even his death is pretty fucking violent. Yeah, God. Even the Godzilla movies of that time wasn't even doing that because the. I'm trying to remember what year Smog Monster came out. Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. I think it was the year after this one where mm. they kind of amped up the violence. Or Hedora, the monster made out of pollution actually got to vaporize people and shit maybe this was the president for it maybe like did you see that camera movie shit went wild yeah you Up know game? yeah because i think the I'm trying to think which one i think godzilla's revenge was the last godzilla movie and that one's pretty bad because it's mostly stock footage no but uh, that's what surprised me about this though did you not think you were expecting more stock footage because that's the trend of the previous movies is we've just got a lot of pre-shot camera stuff oh yeah 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 uh we'll talk about that later oh no. mm-hmm. <laughs> That sounds ominous. Um, right, I don't have anything else to say about this one. To be honest, it, it's it's for the most part it follows the same formula that we're used to. Creature is introduced, creature kicks Gamera's ass, Gamera comes back, creature gets the better of Gamera again. Gamera's out for quite a while. Kid works out how to save the day. Gamera comes back at the end to mop up the the mess, and then credits uh so camera yeah camera camera <laughs> um so you know it's, it follows the formula it is a bit darker it's maybe less goofy 
than some of the previous ones we've watched, but at the same time, it's not, you know, it's not the dizzying highs that we've seen thus far, but certainly not one of the worst ones I've seen. Um, you know what we do over here, Derek. We grade these motherfuckers one through five. One is hated it, two is didn't like it, three is liked it, four is real liked it, and five is loved it. What, pre tell, on this first viewing of this movie, are you going to give Gamera versus Geiger? I liked it better than Vera's, which I gave like a 2.5, so I think I'll just settle on a 3 on this one. Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, I this to me is about on par with the previous movie, which I also think I gave a 3 to, so 3 seems fine. I didn't dislike it. It entertained me in parts. Yes, it's a bit eye-rolly. Yes, some of the tropes are becoming very long in the tooth, but I'm not at the point where I'm sick of them yet. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of still, kind of still having fun with these movies. Um, I get, I kind of picked up from your tone that maybe that's about to change. Um, so no, no, the next movie is very divisive in the. Very divisive. Oh, you've got my interest. That well, that next movie is Gamera versus Zigra. Um, and let me tell the people a little bit of information about this one. The synopsis for this one is an alien woman from the planet Zigra and her spaceship create a seas of earthquakes around the globe. Two children, Jesus Christ, at a marine park are caught in the crossfire as Gamera must combat the monster Zigra to save the Earth. It kind of feels like we've trodden this ground before, but um, why is it? controversial or contentious or some you know it's just people have different opinions on it mm. it's one of those movies some people like it some people hate it there's interesting it depends on the mood that you're in i guess i i haven't seen this movie since i was sick so i have no idea i remember liking it when i was six right this could change I just know I really like Zegra's design because he's pretty much a goblin shark a goblin shark you've sold me then goblin shark for the win it's my spirit animal um cool right well we'll see how we get on with it anyway Derek as always is a pleasure to sit down and chat to you we will be doing this relatively quick I can't imagine as taking a huge break in between these ones here. Uh, in the meantime, though, you're a busy guy. Where can people check out your stuff? Sure, you could check me out on Cinema Attack, where you can find that on anchor.fm. Uh, where mostly your podcatchers are. You could also just join the Cinema Attack Facebook group, where I post the shows where you could find them there. And you, you could also find me on the Dark Discussions Network, where I do... No More Room in Hell with Mr. Mike Merriman, the mm -hmm. infamous Mr. Mike Merriman, and Mr. Venom. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh, I always forget the third show that I do now. That is No More Room in Hell Presents Creature Comforts, where we just did an episode on Cloverfield that should be out very soon, featuring a T-Putts alumni, Mr. David Garrett Jr. Oh, nice! Yeah, it was a great time. Good time, so... Look out for that. That should be out by the time this is out. And uh, that's about it for me, Duncan. Nice. I really like that movie. I, 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 was, I was never a Cloverfield hater. 
Um, I know there's a lot of people out there that are slowly warming up to that movie that genuinely disliked it when it came out. But oh, we ha- we have a hater on that episode. Oh, nice. It's for balance. You need you need one person that completely despises everything that movie did because you didn't see the monster enough. Um, oh yeah. Oh, you even did the impersonation pretty well. Oh, awesome! Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, it's also worth saying as well. If you want to hear more of Derek and myself chatting right after this recording, and it will be out by the time this recording is done, Derek will be joining me over on Opera Omnia. He is May's guest, and he's bringing a woefully underseen movie, Night of the Devils. Uh, so we're going to be chatting about that movie so go and check that one out in the Tea Putts Collective but ladies and gents I'm going to take my final break of this episode when I come back I'm closing out the show right after this ah! thank you <laughs> you're listening to the podcast under the stairs And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been episode 358, the sixth movie in the old Arrow video camera box set. Big thanks to my guest, Derek Bourgeois. Although at the same time, maybe not thanks because it was his idea to do this. And apparently there's still many, many movies to go in this box set. So if things don't pick up, I may have to cry. It's a true story. I may have to cry. Anyway, ladies and gents, let's bring this in, shall we? There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs. Wherever you're listening to us right now, hit subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapot's content. Do not stop there. Subscribe to our sister feed, the Teapot's Collective, where you get shows like Where To Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing The Nasty, and Chronicle. Subscribing to both those feeds is the best way to support what I do under the stairs. And by the way, you get access to the archives of... Like, easily over 1,200 episodes collectively, which seems like a deal for me, considering it's all free. That's right, free, 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 and free some more. Speaking of free, other ways to find out the shows would be just jump to the website, tputzcast.com. Links to all the shows are there, as well as a link to Jaws' Shite and other regrettable outbursts, a booze-based banter entertainment podcast featuring myself, The Baz, and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil. Jaws' Shite and other regrettable outbursts exclusively available on tputzcast.com. If you're on the Facebooks, you want to interact with me over there, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teaputzcast gets you the podcast under the stairs. Facebook.com forward slash teaputzcast gets you the teaputz collective and for the Jaws is shite mance, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod. If you hate Facebook and you'd rather use the twin prongs of social media sexiness, Instagram and Twitter, you can interact with myself and the bads on both mediums via at teaputzcast. The podcast Under the Stairs returns this Thursday for a bonus review of the brand new Rob Savage found footage movie. That movie would be Dashcam. My thoughts, my musings, my scoring for that movie coming up this Thursday. So until then, wherever you are, what the time zone is and what you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from Under the Stairs and I am signing off.